the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. We are live and local, 6.03, Wednesday, October the 4th. Welcome to New York City. Alex Garrett behind the uh, turntable and the mixes. What's up, Alex? Not voted out of this position, thank God, unlike some people today. But, you know, it's, I've been following this McCarthy thing. It's still going crazy, isn't it? It just it seems like it's everybody, on everybody's mind today. Well, we have, uh, we have look, we have a great guest coming on the show. We have my congresswoman, Nicole Maliotakis. She will be on the show. We're going to be talking about mortgages and um, some mortgage companies that are trying to help some of those that are a little less fortunate than we are uh, purchase a home. I have to touch a little bit about Harvey Weinstein, my client, who's in the news today. A little bit about Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, our client, who's in the news today. And, um, you know, there was a lot of fireworks well not a lot but some fireworks going on at the trump trial today where i believe the president was in attendance i was in attendance at a lot of different meetings here at the law firm including uh imran and john esposito being down at the mdc the that's the prison in brooklyn the federal prison speaking to some clients but i want to um just fix a little bit of a mess i made yesterday not a mess but i could have been a little better uh speaking about the national federal government now a regular listener and guest of the show, Mr. Bitter, texted me today <clears throat> with some constructive criticism saying, Idalia, better off sticking to the live and local. And and then, the, the I mean, he loved the Imran segment with the new Indian restaurant, <laughs> then the national stuff. And I couldn't agree with him more because there's so much national news out there. But I was trying to talk about the structure of our government in the United States of America and what's going on in Congress and the two the two. Uh, the two houses of of Congress, meaning Senate, Senate and the House of Representatives. Uh, thank you very much. But someone who could articulate that much more powerfully with a lot more credibility is the late Justice Antonin Scalia. So without further ado, we are going to hear what Justice Scalia told the Senate Judiciary Committee when he testified before them years ago. Roll it, Alex. You think that a Bill of Rights is what sets us apart? You're crazy. Every banana republic in the world has a Bill of Rights. Every president for life has a Bill of Rights. <laughs> the Bill of Rights of the, of the former evil empire, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, was much better than ours. I mean it literally. It was much better. We guarantee freedom of speech and of the press. Big deal. They guaranteed freedom of speech of the press, of street demonstrations and protests, and anyone who is, who is caught trying to suppress criticism of the government will be called to account. 
Whoa, that, that is wonderful stuff. Of course. Just words on paper. What, what our framers would have called a parchment guarantee. And the reason is that the real constitution of the Soviet Union, you think of the word constitution, it doesn't mean a bill, it means structure. Say a person has a sound constitution, has a sound structure. The real constitution of the Soviet Union, which is what our framers debated that, that, that whole summer in Philadelphia in 1787. They didn't talk about the Bill of Rights. That was an afterthought, wasn't it? That constitution of the Soviet Union did not prevent the centralization of power in one person or in one party. And when that happens, the game is over. The Bill of Rights is just what our framers would call a parchment guarantee. So the, the real key to uh, the distinctiveness of America is the structure of our government. One part of it, of course, is the independence of the judiciary. But there's, there's, there's a lot more. There are very few countries in the world, for example, that, that have a bicameral legislature. Oh, England has a House of Lords for the time being, but the House of Lords has no substantial power. They can just make the Commons pass a bill a second time. France has a Senate. It's honorific. Italy has a Senate. It's honorific. Very few countries have two separate bodies in the legislature equally powerful. That's a lot of trouble, as you gentlemen doubtless know, to get the same language through two different bodies elected in a different fashion. Very few countries in the world have a, a separately elected uh, chief executive. Sometimes I go to Europe to talk about separation of powers. A and when I get there, I find that all I'm talking about is independence of the judiciary. Because the Europeans don't even try to divide the, the two political powers, the two political branches, the legislature and the chief executive. In all of the parliamentary countries, the chief executive is the creature of the legislature. There's never any disagreement between them and, the, and, and the, the prime minister, as there is sometimes between you and the president. When, when there's a disagreement, they just kick him out. They have a no-confidence vote, a new election, and they get a prime minister who agrees with the legislature. And, uh, you know, the, the Europeans look at the system and they say, well, it passes one house, it doesn't pass the other house. Sometimes the other house is in the control of a different party. It passes both, and then this president who has a veto power vetoes it, and they look at this and they say, uh, it, is, it is gridlock. And, and I, I hear Americans saying this nowadays, and there's a lot of it going around. They, they talk about a dysfunctional government be, be, because there's disagreement, and, 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 they, and the framers would have said yes. That's exactly the way we set it up. We, we wanted this to be power, uh, contradicting power, because the main, uh, the main ill that beset us, as, as Hamilton said in, in The Federalist, when he talked about a separate Senate, he said, yes, it seems inconvenient, but inasmuch as the main ill that besets us is an excess of legislation, it won't be so bad. This is 1787. He didn't know what an excess of legislation was. <laughs> So uh, uh, unless Americans can appreciate that and learn, learn to love the separation of powers, which means learning to love the gridlock, which the framers believed would be the main protection of minorities, the main protection. 
If, if a bill is about to pass that really comes down hard on some minority, they think it's terribly unfair, it doesn't take much to throw a monkey wrench into, into, this, into this complex system. So Americans should, uh, should appreciate that, and, and they should learn to love the gridlock. Uh, it's, it's there for a reason, so that the legislation that gets out will, will be good legislation. Uh, and thus conclude uh, my opening remarks. There you go. I mean, that's, that's Justice Antonin Scalia. I have very, very little objectivity when it comes to Justice Scalia because he was a very close personal friend. But basically, that was a five-minute and one-second, I think, cut. And it explains so much about our system of government and how it functions and how it's supposed to function. Um, obviously, what happened yesterday with Speaker McCarthy uh, was was uh, historic um, and does make us look good that we can't keep the, the speaker in place. Um, but that whole feeling of, oh, it's gridlock and we can't get anything done, as uh, our friend Alex plays some songs from the hit musical Hamilton, um, you heard Scalia quoting from the Federalist Papers, which is something he implored all of us to read. Uh, those of us who want to talk about the United States Constitution, because that really shows you what they had in mind um, when they put this document together known as the Constitution and why they made it so hard to do things. That's why Scalia said it's not a living Constitution. It's not a dead Constitution. It's an enduring Constitution. We are going to come back, luckily, with Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, who's going to uh, fill us in a little bit about what's going on in Congress. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback Ready Mix. New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island. Providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback Ready Mix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring, fully insured in New York and New Jersey, and will provide your concrete with the perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance for your project. So call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service second to none at 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649 or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. 
Diamondback Ready Mix is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month. Diamondback Ready Mix is a DeFazio company. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Nick Silvestri, University of Buffalo. Thankfully, there are a number of treatment options for patients with myasthenia gravis. These include medications to help improve communication between nerves and muscles, as well as medications that work to reduce the immune system's attack on muscles. And these can be oral medications, intravenous, or subcutaneous medications. We've had a number of new medications recently approved to treat this disease. And if you think you might have myasthenia gravis, the type of specialist you should see is a neurologist. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCare Rx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCare Rx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Let's talk about our friends at Connors & Sullivan because we all know that planning for the future is important. You need to do contemplate having a will, trust, power of attorneys, healthcare proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan. So how do you know what you need? Well, you have a tremendous opportunity coming right up. Attend the Connors and Sullivan free seminar and have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, October 16th at the Greenhouse Cafe, 3rd Avenue in Brooklyn, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Tuesday, October 17th at Buckley's Restaurant, Avenue S in Sheeps of Bay, Brooklyn, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, October the 18th at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Thursday, October 19th at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Masspeth, Queens at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Friday, October the 20th at Lucas Trattoria at 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500. You'll get your own free office appointment, 718-238-6500. Remember, as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Is that the Monroes who sings Our House, Alex? I'm I like, believe it's Madness, isn't it? I think madness. they're the okay, ones well, to do that. You know, you're the DJ back there, you know. Step up, man. Step up. Um, speaking of Our House, we're talking about Our House of Representatives, but it's also Our House because Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis is my congresswoman where I am in Bay Ridge. She represents all of Staten Island, and uh, she has been working hard. And I thank you so much, Congresswoman, for finding the time to jump on the air. And this really, you know, a historic time that we're going through here in the United States of America, a little bit from a lawyer's point of view, scary time. But tell us what your experience was yesterday and, and how this unfolded um, down in the House of Representatives. Well, it's always great to be on your station. It's always uh, particularly when the host can vote for me. It's a must, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a must. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I can say this. I don't think anyone's running against you. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be easy to vote for you if you're the only person on the ballot. But go right ahead, Congresswoman. Tell us what well, yesterday look, was yesterday, like. Yeah, like, it, it was um, very unfortunate. It was a very unfortunate situation. Uh, I feel sad uh, by what happened there. Instead of fighting with each other, Republicans should learn to fight with 
the Senate for what we need for the American people, which is to cut excessive wasteful spending, to secure this border, uh, energy independence. These are the priorities that we've been pushing through various pieces of legislation, and they're sitting on Senator Schumer's desk. Uh, So instead of fighting with each other, we really should be sticking together and fighting for the American people. And what I will say is this. Speaker McCarthy, I thought, did a good job considering where we are. We are one third of the federal government, right? That means two thirds, right? The Senate and the White House is run by the Democrats. We have to negotiate. We can't get every single thing we want, but we look for those wins. Uh, We've saved the taxpayers two trillion dollars. Um, so far this year. We have actually made sure there are no more omnibus massive spending bills. We are now restoring order to the chamber where we go, we actually, bills actually go through committee. They they don't go straight to the floor uh, with a predicted outcome, uh, a predetermined outcome, I should say. We get three days to read the bill, the days of Nancy Pelosi jamming through legislation. Then we have to find out what's in it after or over. Uh, These are things that should be celebrated, right? And the fact that we did prevent a debt default, that we did prevent a shutdown, those are good things. And and we should not uh, be removing the speaker. I think he should have been applauded instead. But it is unfortunate we are where we are. Um, And what I will say is, you know, you had 3% of of the Republican conference side with all the Democrats and the Socialist squad to take out our – Speaker and undermine the entire conference, 97 percent of which support Speaker McCarthy. So first, the Democrats tried to take out our president. Here, they took out our speaker using a useful idiot. And so that's where we are right now. And unfortunately, we're at a standstill. And we got to go back next week and elect a new speaker. So Congresswoman Molly Atakis, I I need just you to break this down uh, on two levels. Number one, the the, uh, Gates and the rest of that crew what do they want out of the, the next speaker that McCarthy didn't have? And then number two, from a Democrat's point of view, because of what you said, that McCarthy was willing to negotiate and compromise um, with whether it be the Biden, the Senate or, or just the, your colleagues. I mean, isn't the devil, you know, better than the one you might get. So if you could just break us down for, to that caucus, those what was it? Seven Republicans, six Republicans. Yeah. Um, and and then what what they're thinking is the, to the best of your knowledge, and then what the Democrats thinking was to get rid of McCarthy. Yeah, well, that's exactly. Uh, first of all, we don't really know exactly what they wanted because the things that they say McCarthy was already doing. They wanted single subject appropriation bills, which means we're supposed to pass by law twelve appropriation bills to fund the government. That has not happened in years in Washington. Speaker McCarthy brought that process back. We were passing four out of the 12 so far. The Senate has done zero. Uh, And so we were going to do the remaining eight now. Uh, So that was one thing. The second thing was they wanted the 72 days to read the bill. They wanted a a whole bunch of good government reforms for the way the floor operated. Speaker McCarthy agreed to all of that. In fact, he empowered empowered the membership uh, to his own detriment, right? He gave them the things that they wanted, and they used them against him to remove him. So, so, um, just so we're clear, you're, you're talking when you're saying they wanted who's who's they the other the Republicans Gates and his crew, okay. Gates and the okay. gang. Okay, Go ahead. the Gates uh, but, gang. But not Go just ahead. that. It was it was those are things that we all wanted as a conference. The thing is that Speaker McCarthy did live up to these things. He did do them. Uh, we were working on our appropriations. Uh, they weren't. And let me explain this too. They weren't done already. Why? Well, we needed the forty the forty five the forty five day extension. I'll tell you why, because he tried to pass those appropriation bills, and then Gates and the same crew stopped those bills from advancing from committee. 
So then on top of it, we put our own conservative stopgap measure, right? So we wouldn't have to work with Democrats. Uh, We passed our own stopgap measure that would have cut wasteful excessive spending across the board, cut of all non-defense discretionary funding, and tied it to our Border Security Act, which is the House Republicans' number one priority, go back to the policies of the Trump administration. And Gates worked with the socialists uh, and all the Democrats to kill that as well. So we had no choice on the day of the shutdown but to just throw a clean uh, extender of current funding levels and then see where the chips uh, end up going. And, and, and it passed with overwhelming bipartisan support. But he used all these things that he actually prevented from happening and then use against the speaker saying that he was not a successful speaker. That was, was very Gates, unfair I mean, I mean, and unjust. Was McCarthy generally a well-liked like person just as a human being? He was very well-liked. I mean, you see him on TV. He's affable. He's, he, he, he knows how to handle the press. I thought he, he delivered our message well. Uh, I thought that he had good qualities, and I thought it was a shame that, you know, they, they remove him. I think, look, we, we have to move forward here because at the end of the day, we have uh, 40 days until uh, the government funding runs out and we're facing a shutdown again. And we were, we had a plan in place with McCarthy that we were going to pass the remaining eight appropriation bills, send all 12 to Chuck Schumer, um, and then and, 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 and try to push home the Border Security Act at using our leverage during this negotiation process. Matt Gates just undercut us. He took away our leverage. He's undercut the whole conference working with the Socialist Squad and the Democrats. So, so I think people need to look at this and see what happened here and who's voting with who. It's, it's Matt Gates voting with the socialists to undermine our conference um, while calling everybody else rhino. So, that's, you know, it's just uh, – look, yesterday's vote at the end of the day differentiates the people who are here to govern and the people who are here to play charades. Wow, that's a great quote. Could you just fill the listeners in on what rhino means and it's not an animal you see at the zoo? Yeah, well – Okay, Republican in name only, right? I'm sure all your listeners know that. Uh, but but who's the Republican in name only? I think it's the person who went against 97 percent of our conference uh, and worked with the socialist squad to undermine us. And I know, you know, you're not a member of that side, but do you have any clue what the Democrats are looking for? I mean, they, as you said, McCarthy was a reasonable guy. Who are they looking to come? You know, do they have a horse in this race of who's going to be the next speaker? They, they just want to create disarray among the Republicans. They just love the show. You had to see, you know, AOC and Ilan Omar and all of them giddy. By the way, Matt's, oh, Matt Gates is always on the floor, uh, you know, chatting it up with them, laughing with them, joking with them. And now, you know, they they use each other to to go after uh, the to split the Republican conference. I still think, look, we can we can come out of this. Uh, we can work together and really come toward a solution, elect someone who we can rally around and move forward, understanding that we need to challenge the Democrats in the Senate, not uh, not each other. I mean, I think that's at the end of the day, uh, we're pushing for the right things for the American people. We are trying to cut wasteful, excessive spending that has been fueling inflation. We are trying to get America's energy independence back that is also fueling inflation and driving up to high energy costs, uh, and we are trying to get a secure border. These are the top things that I hear everywhere I go in my district uh, and, and, and across the city of, of New York. Uh, so we, we need to stay focused on the mission to deliver these results for the American people and not fight with each other. 
So along those lines, Congresswoman Maliotakis, you know, you're the only Republican, correct me if I'm wrong, in the five boroughs in Congress, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, well, you got George Santos over there. The right. Well, yeah, he, he, he dips into a little bit of Queens. But um, the uh, I guess here's my question to you, and, and I part of my naivete, but I know how you feel about our city, and I know you want it to be the best that it can be. Um, two of the most powerful people in that building that, that you, where you work in the Capitol are, I would have to say, Hakeem Jeffries must have some a large degree of clout. And considering the president of the United States is a, a Democrat and Chuck Schumer, who is a Brooklynite, who was in Congress, was in the city council, who was in Congress. And is there any collaborative effort between uh, you, since the Republicans are in charge of Congress, and Hakeem and Chuck Schumer to try to address uh, the migrant situation here in New York City, which is clearly choking us to death. Yeah, look, unfortunately, we're all we're on different pages. Uh, I've been very clear, and I've been leading the fight. We've filed lawsuits. We're 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 fight, You know, we we passed the Border Security Act out of our house that would basically undo this mess that Joe Biden created. Uh, I'm the one who's been taking the mayor to task, saying he's misinterpreted the right to shelter law. And a matter of fact, the judgment we got from court uh, last week, the judge specified uh, that. He specifically affirmed what I said, which is uh, the right to shelter is meant for homeless New Yorkers, not for citizens. That The mayor can end this crisis today if he wanted. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, the other Democrats, Chuck Schumer, have only enabled this. They have added, they have added fuel to the fire uh, they've encouraged illegal immigration to continue. Uh, look, the Floyd Bennett Field, right, that's going to be used as a, a migrant encampment, that's Hakeem's district. He has not even said anything about it. I'm the one that's suing to stop it. I'm actually the one that's joined Joanne Ariel and the local community leaders. Bipartisan, by the way, you've got a great Democrat assembly member, Jamie Williams, who has the guts to stand up against the other Democrats and say this is wrong. And we're the ones suing uh, to, to stop Floyd Bennett feel from turning into a migrant encampment. Um, and so we don't have the support. And that's that's my concern is because I'm passing legislation out of the House. Uh, just the other day, I passed an amendment uh, that we would not be able to use any military installations like Fort Wadsworth, right, or Fort or Fort Hamilton uh, as uh, as encampments or a place for shelter. And you think it's ridiculous. Oh, really? We're going to use uh, military installations to house migrants? Well, guess what? Kathy Hochul requested it, and that's why I have to do my due diligence and try to get a bill passed to prevent that from happening, because she actually, the governor of New York in a post-9-11 world, thinks it's a good idea to put migrants at, not, at, at uh, the Army, the only military installation in the city. Okay. Well, I, um, well, I mean, I I mean Congresswoman, you know, Jumani Williams lives, lives at Fort Hamilton Army Base, so I mean, if, if he may be a bigger threat to uh, to the city than migrants are. I mean, I'm being facetious, but you do know he lives there, right? No, I actually did hear that, but uh, yeah, no, that's what you get. There's some kind of there's some kind of arrangement where private citizens is. can apply for housing there, and you know you could live there, and that is where he lives. Listen, I, I was born in Fort Hamilton Army Base. That is my neighborhood, um, and I couldn't agree with you more that that is not an appropriate place to put non-citizens of the United States of America. Um, so thank you so much for working so hard. I just it's interesting. Let's just say the judges stand. Um, Alex, give me one more minute, please. Let's just say the judges ruling in Staten Island holds. Um, just from a logistical point of view, if 
Governor Abbott in, in Texas sends a bus uh, to New York City, and we say no. I just I'm talking about real life. The bus pulls into Manhattan. It pulls over to the Roosevelt Hotel. There's this poor bus driver making probably you know twenty dollars an hour. And, and, and like, what do we like? What happened? Like, what? I, I just don't know what happens. The cops tell him keep driving. Like, like what? What happens? Um, you mean when they arrive here? What happens? Yeah, if they uh, arrive here happens? and and we and we have shut it down, we're like, nope, sorry. Oh, you know, we the, shut it the, down. I, I imagine they'll have to turn around and go somewhere else. I mean, that's you know that and that. And cities have done. Cities have rejected. Other counties have rejected buses trying to be sent from New York City. And know that Governor Abbott accounts for probably 13% of the buses. It's really non-government um, organizations, right? These are, these are federally funded in many ways or government-funded government organizations, nonprofit organizations that are doing this. They are aiding and abetting. They are transporting uh, migrants into the interior. Uh, so it's majority of that. It's the, the Biden administration itself has been flying people directly to the city of their choice. So it's not just Abbott. I know that's easy for the Democrats to just you know point at Abbott and say, "Oh, the Republicans doing it." But he and I don't like what Abbott's doing. Um, but he's only accounted for thirty percent, thirteen percent of the buses. Yeah, obviously so we, we, have we to could be handle. Fair. We would be able to handle thirteen percent. I mean, it's the other uh, whatever eighty-three percent that would well, no, eighty-seven percent that would be a problem. Um, Congressman, before I let you go, I just want to personally thank you because um, there are a lot of public servants out there. And um, a lot of them sometimes get distracted and, and do their own thing. Um, I can personally testify that you're laser focused. You are very involved in your community. Uh, we see you in the community all the time. And, you know, you're a real fighter. And even if people don't agree with what you're fighting for, the fact that they've elected someone who cares as much as you do is a real testament to a public servant and what a public servant should stand for. So I am personally thanking you for your zealous representation of all of Staten Island and my neighborhood, uh, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And these airwaves are always open to you if we could help you in any way, shape or form. Well, I appreciate it. I know I can count on at least two votes now, you and Frank Moreno. Ah, the great Frank from Staten Island. <laughs> he brags about you all the time. So, um, Congresswoman, again, thank you so much. And I hope the ship gets a little more righted in down in Congress and you guys could do some real work to help the citizens, not only of this city, but of this wonderful country. Me too, my friend. Let's get back to work. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. That was a, a, a great get. Thank you, Joan, who's not here today. We got a drama from Joan's story. We'll tell you in a little while. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about mortgages um, here in the city of New York. Don't go away. We'll be right back on the Idola Power Hour. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live, and that means not only do the Fox News Medical All-Stars stop by, but we also hope to keep you informed on the most important aspects of your health, as is breaking in the news right now. That's tonight at 7. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. 
It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. AM 970, The Answer, doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app, just search AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Let's talk about Columbus Citizens Foundation, of uh, which I'm a huge fan, like tremendous fan, like biggest fan ever for over 75 years the columbus citizens foundation has promoted italian-american culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to talented italian-american students who need support to achieve their academic dreams these scholarships enrich the lives of the rising generation who are destined to be our future leaders help make a difference in someone's life today you can help columbus citizens foundation by visiting www.columbuscitizens.org these extraordinary students inspire us every day their leadership their passion their pride and their heritage is a winning combination the scholarships offer them a chance to achieve their goals and be engaged members of their community Columbus Citizens Foundation brings the Columbus Day Parade to New York City every year, and you can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today at www.columbuscitizens.org, www.columbuscitizens.org. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom. You've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. All right. So we all know that everyone's back to work. And, you know, some some students have finished college or maybe even law school like I did. Um, but sometimes you don't even know what's going on. And when I say I finished law, I finished law school and uh, I took the bar exam. And after Labor Day, like right around now, I did not have a job. I actually, um, I got rejected for everywhere I applied to. Um, I volunteered uh, for Sal Albanese's political campaign and kind of the rest fell into place. And that's why I believe in God. Um, but if you know someone who's kind of in that position where they don't know what to do next. They don't know what they should be thinking about doing. They should go to the Plaza College website because they have so many opportunities for people to really jumpstart their career in a relatively short amount of time. Obviously, you've heard me talk about court reporters and court reporting, um, and that is something people who want to be in the law but don't want to be going to law school, whether it's for the cost or the fact that you lose your hair when you go to law school, um, they should definitely look into Plaza College's court reporting 
program. And with the national shortage of court reporters, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Come on up for the rise. Come on up with your hands in mine. Come on up for the rise. Come on up for the rise. Bruce Springsteen. Let me tell you something. This album came out after 9-11. We wrote it about Horizon 9-11, My City in Ruins, The Rising and Coming Back Up. Unbelievable. Bruce is uh, taking the rest of the year off because um, he's resting. He deserves a little bit of rest because uh, he's got some ulcer thing going on. You know about that, Alex? I luckily have not dealt with that. I've dealt with other things, but not the no, ulcer. No. I know that he's got the ulcer, and we talked about that last week. He's getting—he's being the boss of his own health, Arthur. That's what he's doing right now. So. Yeah, and, and Alex, I want to thank you for, number one, helping me with the first segment with Justice Scalia, with the second segment with Congresswoman Maliotakis, because even though Mr. Bitter said I should stay away from national politics, and he's right, but, you know, having a scalia Maliotakis uh, back-to-back, I'm, you know, I'm grooving on that. So uh, I appreciate your help on that, Big A. It's a real power hour tonight, as always, yeah, right? We're, and we're going to keep on. We're going to keep the power coming with our next guest. Uh, we have someone who, you know, we just played Springsteen, and you know, we talked about the first responders and how um, how important they were, obviously, um, regarding the the nine eleven. But each and every day, especially with crime going on in the city. So um, I have on the line Senior Vice President for Affinity Lending Cross-Country Mortgage, Richard Chernia. Richard, it's Arthur Idala. Welcome to the Idala Power Hour. How are you, sir? Good, good. Hi, Arthur. Uh, uh, thank you for having me on. I appreciate you bringing me on something very special that I want to talk about with the listeners uh, tonight. Well, I just want to make sure uh, they know that your, your, your bank is the nation's third largest retail mortgage lender. And you're doing something very uh, special for uh, first responders. Why don't you tell them what it is, Richard? Okay. So we're also, uh, just so you know, we're the uh, largest New York lender right now as well. This year we became number one in New York for uh, mortgage lending. So I've been, I've been in mortgage lending for over 40 years. Um, I started this with first responders over 30 years ago, offering a no lender fee program. Because I believe that, you know, you need to help everybody out, especially first responders. So we started a, a program I, many years ago with the no lender fee, where they put absolutely no cost to, uh, to a member. And that's just for union members, uh, active, retired, and family. But what I really came out with, which I've been working on for over five years to get it to the, to the front line here with frontline work, is, is the line of duty death uh, benefit, which protects God forbid, a heart attack, any kind of um, uh, death other than um, uh, a suicide uh, or a pre-existing heart condition. You could be on duty, off duty. We will pay off up to $525,000 of the mortgage 
for uh, for any of those members. Uh, it could be uh, firefighters, police, um, EMS. We also just added transit workers. And as you know, Arthur, transit workers lately, you hear stories about they get attacked on the bus, attacked in the trans, train stations. Um, they have a stress, stress-related job. And we need to help. We help them as well. Um, they're, they're essential workers to us. They move the city. But we want to make sure that, that everybody, that we can help as far as this, you know, death, God forbid, happens, that we'll do this. Um, well, I think, obviously, so. that is absolutely fantastic. You know, I am, uh, I'm involved with the Rafael Ramos Foundation, and he was the detective who was killed in the line of duty. Um, and you know who stepped up for them was the Tunnel to Towers, Frank Silla. And uh, not only did he take care of any expenses that were left on their home, he went in and gutted their home and made them a gorgeous home, both inside and outside. And talk about going above and beyond. The house immediately next to them was kind of in a little bit in disrepair in the exterior. And Frank Silla resided the house next to them so that the Ramos, um, Maritza, his wife, and his children had something pretty to look at when they walked to their house besides their own home. So we appreciate as New Yorkers everything that you guys um, do for the first responders and, and, je- and for people in need in general because I know uh, you guys at Cross Country do a lot of great things. Can we talk about mortgages in general for a second, Richard? Less sure if you want to talk about it. We're, we're more than a mortgage, though, Arthur. We're definitely more than a mortgage for what we offer. It's not just about taking somebody's taking somebody's money in that. I mean, I just want to let you know, with the families, I've heard the stories over the years. I stood soldier, you know, shoulder to shoulder with first responders. I've, I've been to the funerals. I've been everywhere. I see what they need. And, and this was really something dear to my heart to really get this out. And especially with what you want to talk about now, getting into the mortgage thing. So, yeah, go ahead and ask me what you want to ask me about. Well, it's just, you know, I I think we all got spoiled a little bit with these crazy interest rates, crazy low interest rates for a while there, right? Two percent, three percent. And, you know, now they've gone up um, considerably from two percent and three percent. And, you know, all fixed responders are regarding their own um, salary from that or, you know, on a kind of a fixed salary yes they could moonlight here and there but you know have you seen like how how has it affected your you know i'm very close with the sanitation guys in my neighborhood uh, as well as you know nypd members you know how 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 are they faring in these times where now um you know you you can buy a lot less house because your mortgage payments are higher well i'll tell you arthur the the housing industry now, obviously, interest rates are over 7% skyrocketing. But the thing is, like I've seen over the years, you know, usually the house price will come down or rates will go up. They'll drop the price. But that's not going to happen. You're going to see in the coming year, because of the shortage supply of homes, sellers have 2% interest rates during COVID. It was record-breaking numbers for us in this business. Um, I mean, we did over $53 billion in, in you know, 2020 of, of closed loans. It was crazy. And now, you know, with the rates so low, sellers don't want to sell, you know. They're going to keep what they have. And the housing prices, if they go up, they're going to skyrocket. So you're going to have high rates and, you know, high, high prices. And we're here to try to help them. If you're going to buy something, buy it now if you can find it. Um, don't wait another year because you'll still see this as an escalating thing probably for a good another, another year. You know, one of the things we do for, for first-time homebuyers, Arthur, is we give them up to $4,000 on a home. 
on a program called Smart Start. And so with that, we can help them, you know, actually, we actually give them the money. We don't ask for it back. It's not, you know, not taken back. So it's something just to help people to get into a home. So there's, there is there's stuff out there to help people. Um, don't shy off if you're trying to buy, and we're there to help you anywhere. We work nationally, like I said. We're in every state, including Puerto Rico. So we're, we are everywhere. But Richard, the one, one thing last is, one, one, oh, Go ahead. No, I just want to ask you, you know, when, when people are trying to figure out, you know, how much home can I afford, um, is there some kind of simplistic formula you could tell people over the radio right now? Um, you know, it, hypothetically, if someone makes, let's just say, combined income between two party, you know, the two people in the household, they make $100,000, how much money should they be spending a year on their uh Mortgage slash 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 real estate taxes slash insurance. Well, debt to income ratio with everything else you add on student loans, uh, personal loan, auto loan. You shouldn't be more than let's say forty five percent total, you know, debt to income ratio. And usually, when when the people in my office they'll qualify somebody, which they'll do a free pre approval for, just to go through the numbers. We make sure that we don't take them into something they can't afford. That they'll still be able to put food on their table. They can still go out with the family and and enjoy you know enjoy an event or something, and they'll have some money in their pocket. You cannot take people over that. I know, I know in this industry it's crazy. People are you know there's, there's less loans out there for people to do because of the market. So you know people will, will take them into something they can't afford, and you can't really do that. You really got to help somebody make sure they can afford it. You might even tell them to save for another year. You know, if well, it comes they, down to it. That's what you call ethics. <laughs> that's, that's You're listening to a very ethical person who's got the well, uh, well-founded well morals and values. So, Richard Chernia, I appreciate Can I ask you the origin of your last name? Um, well, most of my family were immigrants. We're from the other side. Uh, I don't have too many family members in the U.S. Most of my family is in uh, Denmark, England, Italy. Um, okay. Greece. It's just a cool way. To, it's a cool way to spell a name, you know. That that that's it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's a unique name. In fact, somebody was just talking to me about today. He said, "Really, you really have a really unusual name." I do, but uh, it it's was cool. Unusual, cool. unusual is cool. I, Richard, I want yeah. to thank you for uh, taking some time. Yeah. But more you, importantly, if you don't mind, thanks for what you're you don't doing. Mind, yeah, if you don't mind, is there's a phone number for people to call if they really want to get information about the line of duty and what they can do with that. It's eight three three seven two four eight seven hundred. Eight three three seven two four eight seven hundred, and it's important only with that number for the reason being that there's a lot of cross country offices, but we're an entity within the entity that helps first responders and frontline people. So it's important you just call that number eight three three seven two four eight seven hundred. Thank and you, Arthur. Is there a website I mean, also, Rich? Is there a website they could go to check things out? Yeah, they can go to union at ccm dot com. Union at ccm dot com. All right, wonderful. Th- Thank you, Richard, Arthur, Senior Vice President. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. And today. thanks for what you're thanks. doing. More importantly, than coming on the show. Thanks for what you're actually doing. All right, folks, we're going to take one more break, and then we got to hear a little bit about Jones' drama and a little bit about the drama in the courtroom at the Trump trial. We'll be right back. All right, so let's talk about our friends at Fast Tech Industries because 
Fastec Industries helps you with all of your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts or construction and demolition debris. Fastec specializes in the removal and the recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs in every corner of New Jersey. Their transfer station is open to the public at 200 Bloomfield Avenue, Staten Island, one mile from the Gothels Bridge, accepting dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt. They are the number one supplier of recycled products, the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials, number one provider of roll-off containers, and the number one private employer on Staten Island with over 260 employees and counting. So call Joe C. at 718-494-1600, 718-494-1600, and mention the Arthur Idala Power Hour for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to Faztech industries.com so it's f is in frank a is in arthur z is in zebra t is in thomas e is in elephant c is in charlie i is in indigo n is in nancy and d is in david.com Fastech is proud to celebrate italian american heritage month as am i Fastech industries is a defazio company hi kevin mccullough wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate if only there was a way to learn from the best well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. And the sponsors of the Author Idola Power, our Bay Ridge Honda owned by the Sabah family for over 60 years. They are kicking off October with some scary savings. They are your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs, and they all choose Bay Ridge Honda. Why? Because you can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles, like the all-new Honda Civic, CRV, and HRV. Those are like the Civic is a car and the CRV and the HRV are like little SUVs. Then they have the bigger SUV, like the Pilot. Those cars are ready for you to drive. They have over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. And right now you get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't want to buy a car, they want you to buy, they want to buy your car. So you're going to just like, all right, I'm done with a car. I don't need a car. I'm just going to ride the subway. They'll buy your car from you. Visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. This sale ends on Halloween 2023. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. tonight this is phil collins not genesis phil collins uh phil collins was in genesis initially as the drummer when peter gabriel was the lead singer and then peter gabriel left to go on his solo career and phil after interviewing hundreds of people to be the lead singer they determined phil collins should be the lead singer and genesis went on to a brilliant career i did see a couple of recent photographs of phil collins wow uh he does not look good he he i mean you look at a picture of Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, and then you look at a picture of Phil Collins, who's much younger, and uh, it's it's not pretty. Um, they um, uh, they had a picture of Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel side by side. I saw yesterday somewhere, and Peter Gabriel looks like he's in much better shape than Phil Collins. Phil Collins can no longer play the drums because he has some form of arthritis that prevents him from doing so. Well, I enjoyed today's show, Alex, with Justice Scalia, Nicole Maliotakis. Oh, my Alaska gosh. We, we lit it up tonight. You lit it up tonight, Arthur. And I, I love that we were able to backtrack from yesterday and play the Scalia Cup because that was uh, that was a lecture in, in civics and in, in the Constitution. In five minutes. I mean, in five minutes, um, in all series, in five minutes, Justice Scalia basically summed up what the Federalist Papers wrote in uh, a couple of hundred pages. Um, I do have a little update from Joan here. You know, Joan is in a theater group, and it's so funny because I've had, oh, no, is it here? No, I've had her little flyer announcement on my desk, oh, here it is, for months. And so she's in this theater group, and today Sandy, Sandy Kenyon, the critic, was coming, and Debbie Duhame, the very own Joe Piscopo, uh, Debbie Duhame came. Uh, it's called Bettinger's Luggage. It's at the AMT AMT Theater at 354 West 45th Street, right up the block. And um, Joan writes, while Sandy Kenyon was here doing a story about us, our AMT Theater basement flooded. But the show did go on, and Debbie Duhame came to see the show, and she loved it. So all is good in Joanville, and she'll be back uh, tomorrow, God willing, as will we. Tomorrow night we have... Um, Italian-American Heritage Night at Gracie Mansion. Um, but um, our friend Chris from Diker Heights, he's really upset because he sent me an article um, from foxnews.com that says, Poet killed in post-wedding stroll with girlfriend in crazy and crazed knife attack. And Chris writes, this is so horrible. And Eric Adams goes to South America, question mark. Shame on him. He doesn't deserve his position. Um Obviously, this is a horrible. This is a horrible um, story, and um, the sh- there is a video. Um, let's see. Shocking video shows the moment a kind-hearted poet and activist is stabbed to death in a random New York City attack in front of his horrified girlfriend after the couple left the wedding. In the footage exclusively obtained by the New York Post, um, Ryan Carson, 32, and his girlfriend identified on social media only as Claudia are seen sitting on a bus stop bench Monday in Brooklyn a little before 4 a.m. 
okay, obviously, I'm looking at some of these pictures. This is really, really, really sad and horrible. Um, <clears throat> I don't think if Mayor Adams happened to be in New York and not in South America, that would have changed anything. Um, I am trying to get uh, Nicole Galenis on. Is it Galenis? I always say her name wrong. I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, to talk about crime, um, if not the end of this week, then next week. I um, do want to tell you that the judge in the Trump trial today, he lost his temper with the defense attorneys, Trump's attorneys, um, for their cross-examination of the accountant, saying, you know, move on. He slammed his, his hand on the desk, screaming, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm lecturing at the Judicial Institute next Tuesday, and one of the biggest things I'm going to say is don't be a bully to the judges. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show as much as I did. Um, Luca Joseph is here. We're going to probably go get a bite to eat. He's got so much homework to do. Diana Fabi Sampson is here. She's going to meet her son for dinner with a brand new suit that she bought him today under her arm. And we will be back tomorrow, live and local, on the Idola Power Hour. Thanks for tuning in. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. The National Italian American Foundation believes in celebrating and advancing the inspiring achievements and uplifting values of the Italian culture and presence in America. They do so by giving out almost a million dollars a year in scholarships to deserving Italian-American students, in grants that promote Italian-related projects, and in heritage travel that takes young Italian-Americans to Italy to visit the land of their ancestors through the signature Ambassador Peter F. Secchia Voyage of Discovery program. Moreover, the National Italian-American Foundation serves as the voice in our nation's capital for more than 15 million Americans of Italian heritage, by working closely with the Italian-American Congressional Delegation and the Embassy of Italy in Washington, D.C. If you believe in protecting, preserving, and promoting Italian heritage and in strengthening and empowering the ties between the United States and Italy, please join in by enrolling in NIAF.org. That's NIAF.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.